Stop it. Stop what? You're talking about me and Morse code. But you know what? Joke's on you, because I know Morse code. That is a disgusting ass. And it's unfortunate that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just talking about. I don't Hey, it's Tony Maz of 98.5 The Sports Hub, and you are listening to the Morse Code Podcast. Dan Moore, Soapy Priap, uh, episode 133. Yep. Okay. Meaning last week was 132. Uh, yeah, according to my calculations. <laughs> yes, as good as mine. Yeah. Um, so recording on a Sunday around seven, just wrapping up some four o'clock games. Oh, man. I don't know if anyone else has seen this. I put this out. Um, something in my eye. On... Uh, one of the social media handles, our fantasy matchup. Dude, that's so frustrating. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose this week, but it's like, I don't know if you've looked at it. It's like the polar opposite of last week. Like last week, Dak and Amari went off. This week, I think they've combined for 10 points last time I looked. And, and, and I'm pretty sure last week, Julio and Derrick Henry combined for literally 10 points. And they're finally, like, I don't know if you've seen Derrick Henry's doing Derrick Henry things today. Yep. And uh, Julio had a good first half. Hasn't scored, obviously. I, I don't expect that to happen all year. Um, but yeah, that's not great. I wasn't. I wasn't looking forward to that. Julio was the one that had the touchdown. Was that called back? Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't see it. I was on. I was on the road for a lot of time today after the Patriots game. But I think from what I've seen, I think Tyler tweeted it. He had like his, like he had a cleat like on the paint or something, and they called it out of bounds. That's a bad call. That I, I didn't that's realize it's a terrible, it back. terrible call. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they – that's they definitely, definitely not one you call it, in real time. So they must have called a touchdown, reviewed it, and overturned it, right? It was. And on the replay, oh, it showed geez. that the, his toe touched first before the heel went out of bounds. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't make me feel much better. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that stinks. I mean, even if he did score, I'm down like 40 points. According to ESPN, I have a 1% chance of winning. So take that as you will. Which I don't know how is that true. Do you have anyone go? Oh, you still have Kyler. Good grief. And DeAndre. Oh, and you have Justin Tucker tonight. Jesus Christ. That's 50. That's a 50 burger written all over it right there. Um, hey, yeah, people so joke. He's usually good for double digits. For sure. No, I wasn't joking at all. Um, well, like Graham Gano. Graham Gano got 22. The kicker on the Giants on Thursday. Damn. I actually had a take. I meant to write this in our in our notes, but I didn't. I'm glad I just remembered it. So we haven't we haven't recorded since the Thursday night game. Not for nothing. Both Thursday night games have been decent this year. Decent. I didn't game. get to watch the the second one, but uh, I didn't watch much of it. I watched like a little into the third quarter. Um, but it was a close competitive game for Giants WFT. But I don't know if you saw like or heard about. Did you see how how it ended or hear about how it ended? No, I didn't actually. Okay. 
So this is another, like we talked last week about like funny football plays. This is another really good one. I don't think we've really talked about too much, but it was one of those scenarios where it was like a time expiring field goal to win. The kicker missed it, but it ca- got called back for a penalty on the defense, like an offsides or something. So they basically just get to redo it. So I had two, two takes, I guess, or maybe questions. The first one was more of a question. I don't know if there's like another scenario in sports where that really happens. Like someone takes a game winning attempt, they miss it, but because of a penalty, they get to do it again. The only thing I could think of is like down like two in basketball, you take a three, miss it, but get fouled and then get like three free throws, which again is very rare. Like yeah. it definitely does. I can't imagine that happens as often as the field goal thing. Um, but we talk about like kickers and like how <laughs> irrelevant they can feel and like how bad they can blow games that's got to be like the most uncomfortable thing, like going into the locker room. Or excuse me, not the kicker. That would be on the defender. Like the guy who gets the flag when the kicker misses. I've thought of one semi-close one, but even more rare. Uh, <laughs> if you go to the free throw line at a basketball game and there's lane violation on a game-winning true. free throw. Very true. But again, yeah, super rare. But yeah, that I don't think I've ever seen that happen. That's kind of like... like um, like three second rule, like that. I just feel like they just don't call those. Like unless it's ridiculously obvious, a yeah. lane violation, they're not going to call it. Like if you're like under the hoop before Giannis even does like his first like pump fake, his first thing, no, nah, they're they're probably not going to call it. I have a um, okay, go ahead. If if you're taking the free throw, mm-hmm. and one of the guys on the other team, like I don't know, I guess he's he's the closest to you, leans mm-hmm. over and like pants you would that be a foul or a lane violation i mean like, if he does it foul. before the, the the ball hits the rim i think it'd just be a flagrant foul i think the lane violation would be an aftermath well he might not even cross the lane he might not violate the lane you don't need to cross the lane to pants someone i'm saying if he needed to if he wasn't close enough that he he had to step over oh so he's like more than one block away yeah <laughs> that definitely have to be a lane violation i <laughs> That's a big stretch. <laughs> um, but if you just pants the person right next to you, as long as your feet don't cross the line, I don't know. You think that's a flagrant? I do. I think they call that. Damn. Just going to do box scores. Yeah, Derrick Henry, 144 yards, two touchdowns, 26 carries, which is light work for him. Julio Jones, six catches, 128 yards, zero touchdowns. Kyler's having a crazy game, too. I think that just went final. I'm not, I'm not even going to talk about Brady's game. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 276 and five. <laughs> Good grief. That's Cowboys with a walk-off. Insane. Right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just saw it in final. Hold on. Field goal? Oh, shit. What? Yeah. And speaking of walk-offs. Yep. Yes. Wow. The Vikings? Yeah, what they just do? They just pushed it right with a chance to win the game. And oh, Cardinals are 2-0. So me and Shawnee O with the Cardinals leading the division. That For pick's sure. looking decent. Absolutely. Really good looking team. Dude, that that was like a... Uh, I'm not going to guess, but that looked like a 25 to 30 yarder. Yeah. And Wow. Actually, the... the sounds like you have the TV on. I don't. The Titans game is coming down to it, too. Looks like they're driving down seven. Mm-hmm. Damn, we should have waited like another. There's no way I can win this week, so it's fine. But 
I wouldn't mind getting a Julio touchdown just for the, just for the tits of it. Um, anyway, going back to Thursday. So here's my other thought, kind of like yours about a hypothetical play. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it was, it might've been Felger and Mass who were talking about this on Friday, I think about like, um, like how, and they actually brought up a good point. I thought was worth mentioning. So like kicking in general, like, so the one they missed, that was one when there was like no time left, no timeouts left. So it was one where like you, like the clock's ticking and you, you actually have to like scramble to get your unit on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, th- I don't know if they brought up stats, but I just know from like anecdotally, like those, those tend to miss like those rush, like field goals, like never go well mm-hmm. without like a timeout. So that's the one they missed, but they also brought up that I forgot. So that Vinatieri's, um, snowball kick against the Raiders. That was the same scenario. Like no time. Oh, the like, clock that- wasn't stopped. Correct. Wow. Like they threw all that. They ran out on the field, had to get the thing going and, and kicked it. But my theory is so anyway, it led to a bigger conversation about how like maybe more than any other unit in like sports, that's like all timing. Like, you know, the, the snapper has timing, the kicker has timing. They expect to see things. That's why those rushed ones aren't always successful. I'm curious if, if it'd be a strategically good play or idea like pressure kick the, the everyone's clocked in ready to, you know, they know their timing, their counts, their steps. And instead of the defense rushing the ball snapped and everyone just like stands up and like backs up and like does something. If like the kicker saw that one be like, Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> and like the snapper, like just doesn't catch the ball or it like hits him in the face or just like, I think that I feel like that would fuck you up. Hey, what the hell, man? He's supposed to run towards me. Yeah. You wouldn't just like run up and do your timing and kick, but you kind of can only do it once. Yeah. I feel like, you know, you mean if you start going to that regularly, it would just, well, I don't, again, if a kicker, the kicker always knows what's coming. You're going to get a pass rush from the defense. Mm-hmm. If you just saw something crazy or maybe more up your alley, like if the strong safety just like pulled his shirt up or like mooned, like the kicker, as soon as the ball snapped, <laughs> that would fuck you up too. your timing <laughs> or just like do something crazy. Like, I don't know. Like the safety is just like, like stand on each other's shoulders and like do something crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's in like Bill's book, maybe saving that one for the playoffs, but it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. I think flashing the kicker would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Whether it's your that? top or your bottom yeah. shirt or pants. Do you remember that play from a few years ago? I think it was a dolphins game, that field goal snap where it literally hit the guy right in the face mask. And CBS <laughs> had like a really great slow motion replay of it. That was Dude, one of the greatest got, plays I've ever seen. <laughs> the ball almost got stuck in like the cage of his mask. It was that perfectly high. It was spot on. It was right on the money. If you were aiming to hit your placeholder right square peg in the face. That was a great play. Like great, like kudos to that CBS like graphics guy. Like he nailed it. Like yeah. on the dramatic like slow-mo. Um anyway. That was like such peak dolphins, too. <laughs> it sure was. Yeah, that, that was peak like AFC's just bad football. Yeah. Um, every, any like interdivision game is awful, especially Jets games. Jets games were just typically, it was never a a matter of like, you know, are we going to win this game? The Jets do play them tough sometimes, but majority of the time it was like, how funny, like what's something funny that's going to happen? Like the butt, I think the butt fumble will always be up there. Like sometimes I forget how great it is till they play it like every Thanksgiving. It's truly a tremendous like play, (laughs) especially when they break it down like slow-mo different angles 
<laughs> like Mark Sanchez literally gets like whiplash off of his center's ass. And then was that returned for a touchdown? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, boy, a big guy too. Was it, it was Vince? at least a chunk play. Yeah. Was it uh, Vince on Wilfork? both accounts? Mm-hmm. Was it Vince Wilfork? I don't think it was. Maybe it was. Someone big. I'm not sure, but you're right. It was definitely a bigger like like yeah. lineman. Really great. It was Thanksgiving night. What a great time. That was like one of the best nights of my life. Just watching that for the first time was like, oh man. Plus, it was Mark Sanchez, like one of the goofier Jets, one of the goofier like AFC's quarterbacks of our time. And there's been there's been some. Maybe one time we'll do like a countdown of like the not top 10 like quarterbacks of the AFC's of the last like 20 years. There's been so many good ones. The play um, ended with uh, Sanchez mm-hmm. was on his back, like basically staring up at the staring up at the lineman's junk. Like what just happened? Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's no way that any any football play should result in me staring up at your grundle. I thought you were gonna say there's no way that that was like the play club, the play design, <laughs> <laughs> which I would agree with. But yeah. Yeah, hot take. Hey, like I said about that crazy, every play is crazy until you run it and try it. It's like that crazy field goal defense formation. Maybe they said, hey, maybe we'll like, these guys are going to have no idea what to do when you bounce off the center's ass. You just can't fumble. But easier said than done. What? Wait, there wouldn't be any sort of penalty, right? If um, like if you if you don't I know. cross over the line of scrimmage and you... I don't know. One of the linemen slides over and like starts spanking the other lineman, like his teammate. There's that shouldn't be a penalty. I don't know. I, I hands to the face is illegal. Hands to the ass. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think that one's. I think hands to the face is five yards, maybe an automatic first down. Hands to the ass is just. I don't know. Trent like battling in the trenches. <laughs> Gene's territory is uh, currently. They just called him up for something. So, okay. Otherwise, I, I would definitely page him it's a that question scenario? right now. Very similar. It looks okay. like cool. <laughs> um, speaking of AFC's quarterbacks, um, we can talk to Patriots a little bit. Did you watch the Pats game today? I did. Okay. I know you have some thoughts. I know you put some in there. Um, I'll probably let you lead this one. I mean, I watched. I watched it. My I watched it with some family. So I didn't really. I wasn't really listening on the commentary. Um, I was watching it, but. I don't know. I, I guess I have a couple takes, but I'll, I'll let you go. I'll let you go first this time with, with some quick takeaways from the Pats game and where you where you want to go with it. Overall thoughts. I think it's hilarious that a, a rookie quarterback, the first round pick, yeah. <laughs> gets booed in his home debut. One person in the world was chosen instead of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I, I didn't really hear too much audio. So where were what like where, what scenario is this? After the third or fourth pick, uh, throughout much of the second half, I remember much- one time. One time I saw a graphic. I thought it was a like this drive, but it was in the game. I think it said one for four for twenty-seven yards and two picks, or, or something like that. Zach Wilson, that is certainly not great. Pretty good, no. So uh, he had four picks. I really wanted to see five. I haven't seen a good five-pick game in a while. He had four picks. Two of them really stood out to me. I forget what the first one. Was the first one like the one of them was like the tip ball? Yeah, that that is what it is. That was a great play by mm-hmm. the secondary. Two were oh so bad. The one I just got I saw on Twitter again. The one to McCordy was awesome. That literally looked like a punt return. 
I think that was the third one, dude. Wide open. Like the pocket looked like, like Moses parting the Red Sea. It, it was almost like in like the old Maddens when you'd like that quarterback vision. It was like the entire field. He could yep. see daylight and he put a little touch on the ball, a little BYU touch and uh, c- couldn't, couldn't have been more on the money to number 32. Yeah. <laughs> on the Patriots and he had another one like that too I think it was the JC Jackson or maybe Adrian so Adrian Phillips had one I remember Jackson had one uh McCourty had that one who had the tip ball one I think Jackson came down with that one too right yeah so Jackson had two damn that guy gets a lot of picks he does we had a lot last year and I did hear the not critique but I did hear the observation that a lot of them were like <laughs> ones like today mm-hmm. which whatever like fucking catch them uh, if they're going to throw at you, great. But yeah, two, two of them. I don't remember the other one. I think the other one, was it to JC? There were two that were just wide open, terrible throws. Yeah. But were there the also... second one went off his hands, right? And went through someone's hands. Yeah, Corey Davis. Yeah, yeah. And th- that one was like, he almost looked like, holy shit, like this is really happening. Um, that's why I thought he was going to drop it at first. It was almost like too easy. But yeah, the, a lot of a lot of not... And again, like to be fair, there just wasn't a lot of good offense today. I don't no. think. Not a very uh very high scoring game. Saw a little more Jake Bailey, which I liked. Dude, every punt, every time I saw Jake Bailey punt, it was in the 20. He's he's he is nasty. He's yeah. automatic. He seriously is he's he's maybe a top five player on the team. Definitely he's top like, 10. He's like um I'm trying to think, like like peak Greg Maddox in terms of like his location. Absolutely. Just puts it exactly where he wants. Painting quarters left and right. He, he's basically like the 12th man on defense. Like if you hmm. get a stop, he's going to then, or excuse me, like if you need, if you can't get a first down offense, it's almost like your first play on defense is Jake Bailey putting it inside the 10. Yeah. You know, they have like 11 and a half defensive players, which is, is a you... penalty <laughs> T- traditionally. Yeah. Who knows in, in uh, 2021 in this league with the, uh... Mm. You know, the flags that they're called. Did you see the, not to digress, but mm. did you see the the taunting call? In, Which I one? think it was Seahawks Titans, like probably oh. 20 minutes ago. No, there's one in the Jets game too, wasn't there? I thought a Jet got a taunting. If there, and it was I bad. may have missed it. Okay. What what happened in the Titans game? Uh, so Who was it? It was Mike number Rabel? two on the Seahawks defense. Oh, geez. and he, he had made like a pretty good like pass breakup or pass defense. Um, on a on a throw into the end zone mm-hmm. and then he got up and i don't know if he kind of like flexed or was like kind of yelling in the wide receiver's face but yeah they, they, then they called it you know they called the penalty on that for taunting 15 yard penalty first oh, down uh, and reach. it's as you said earlier it's been a one possession game for like i don't know most of this quarter so yeah not great no, it's it's I, it, it actually hasn't been as bad as I thought it would be. Like it was way worse in the preseason. They were just flexing like all the time to call that bullshit. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think it'll it'll figure itself out. But yeah, that's kind of a silly a silly new rule. So yeah, Wilson being booed in his rookie home debut. Um, yeah, that isn't great. Uh, that, that he does stink. Like yeah. he played terrible today. <laughs> like I, I think the Patriots defense played pretty good obviously but man he was bad even like the picks were bad sacked here and there um i don't know i'm trying to think like 
before I'm sure we'll talk about the Patriots side of the ball at some point, but I, I kind of still think, you know, they're drawing it up a little more for Zach Wilson than Mac Jones. I actually thought Mac Jones played, not that it's his play calling, but the play calling today was, I actually thought more conservative than week one. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, like there was nothing. They took no there. chances. Absolutely not. They had to run. I, I like this was a cliche Cam Newton play from last year. They had to run that weird like reverse to Johnu Smith for a 19 yard game for mm-hmm. a first down. And like some of the people I was with today, they're like, oh, wow. Like, oh, I'm like Brady used to call those plays. It's like, yep, he did. But it was like a 50 yard play to the end zone. Yeah. Like, this was second and like six. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's that's not the same. Uh, which is fine. Like I said, it's fine. Like if, if that's what he's comfortable with, it worked. I get, I think they only still scored one touchdown, right? It's the Damian Harris touchdown. Just sick White point. ran one into. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's right. But I obviously Mac didn't have one. And yep. my other last thing, like the offense, I get it. If they're being conservative against the jets, I, I think, I also think the way Zach Wilson was playing, they could afford to do that. Um, but I, I, I don't think there were any red zone targets today. Again, I don't remember one like throws into the end zone, maybe a handful. Yeah. Um, I can't really picture any. No major ones. No. Like, I, I just mean literally a throw into the end zone. And right. they had the chances. And I get it. Like, Harris was playing well. That's that's a viable play to hand it off to him. James White, too. But two weeks in, and the biggest the biggest uh, moves in free agency this year were your two tight ends, and they're not getting red zone targets. No. It's, it's really weird. I don't know if it's a if it's more of a they, they thing or a Mac Jones thing or just being cautious. And again, I think today you can get away with that, um, you know, against the Jets. I did have another theory I thought of tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it's I assume this is a slow progression. I'm wondering if they're they're progressing this and kind of keeping some things under the hood for the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, it's be, possible. You know, I know that's kind of like high school, college, like you don't want your opponent to see what you're doing. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of bump it up a little bit against New Orleans and then really op- open it up a little bit against Tampa. Cause that's one game, you know, they're, they're going to be trailing at some point like that. That's not going to be a protect the lead type of type of game. I would think likely as soon as the bucks get the ball. <laughs> Pretty sure. Like, I don't know if you watched the game today at all, but like they're, they're probably going to score touchdowns a lot of the time. And again, they're them scoring touchdowns has nothing to do with Mac, but, uh, like, I think you hinted on this last week kind of subtly, like Brady hasn't lost a step. Like, I, after today, I'll take it a step further. Like, he, he looked like this looks like tw- 15 years ago. Yeah, he's gained steps. Yeah. Step he, by step. He looks better at 44 than he might have at like 30, 34. Yeah. This is like getting silly. And I get it. He, he's literally surrounded by cra- crazy weapons. Mike Evans finally came back today. Godwin came back today. Of course, AB did dog shit. I played him in my other league. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I do have some thoughts on those games, but um, what else you got on the Pats game today? And he took down another few notes. As far as the tight ends. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the stats right now. I forgot that Hunter, Hunter Henry even existed for much of last week. And, and today he had two catches for 42 yards. And I only noticed one of them because they were like, Oh, and Hunter, like after he made the catch, they're like Hunter Henry, one of the uh, premier uh, pickups of the off season for the Patriots or, so I was like, yeah, we have hardly heard his name at all. Um, I think Dan might be frozen.
Dan is indeed frozen, uh, so I'll take this minute to pause and do our weekly sponsorship slash ad read, Cold River Vodka. Uh, there is no better time than the present to taste the spirit of Maine. It is uh, September, what is it, mid-September. So summer's coming to a close uh, in a couple of days, but I don't think that there's a better way to uh, get a refreshment or enjoy a beverage uh, nothing better than cold river vodka mixed with a little bit of lemonade. Um, that's my elixir of choice. It's what keeps me li- looking youthful and vibrant. So cold river vodka, you can find them Freeport, Maine. They've got a tasting room there, uh, as well as on social media at cold river vodka, uh, or you can see where they are available at coldrivervodka.com. while we wait for Dan to return, um, I think I was in the middle of saying just Hunter Henry uh, barely heard his name uh, until today. So I wouldn't say concerning. Uh, I hope that Dan's theory is right. And I do think that there is some credence to that about the Pats maybe kind of um, not exactly dialing up the full playbook because they don't want to show their hand to Brady and the Bucks. Because as much as they're not going to admit it, like, you know, that Belichick has that game circled and, Circle on his calendar. Um, he's probably got spit all over it from, you know, clearing his throat and uh, whatever. But, yeah, I, I hope that that's the case. What were the other numbers from today? Yeah, so Hunter Henry, two for 42. Jacoby Myers, four for 38. Every time that they go to him, I always feel like he's a good playmaker. But it's, it feels very situational that they look his way. Jonu Smith, four for 28. So uh, he had a couple more catches. Aguilar, three for 21. Bourne, two for 10. Damian Harris, one for two. Uh, And then the majority went to James White, six for 45, which I would say that that's probably the biggest development. And here comes Dan. So I just... Yeah, so sorry about that. No worries, Dan. I was just saying that probably the biggest development I thought positive wise was it looks like James White is back. Oh, for sure. Yeah, big time. I I said that last week. Yeah, this week. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this week you look good too. Um, Were you saying something about Hunter Henry though? Yeah, just the fact that uh, barely heard his name and then... Yeah, only heard his name today because they made a point to say, oh, Hunter Henry, after making this catch, he's one of the premier pickups from this offseason for the Patriots, uh, mm. which is true. But, yeah, we've we've hardly seen him. So I just hope that your theory, which I do agree with, um, I think the Pats are going to save some of the playbook for for two weeks from now. I just don't know how quickly can they ramp up Mac Jones from being like, all right, we're going to let you we're going to let you. Uh, you know, call like 50% of the plays. And then two weeks from now, we're going full bore, like zero to I mean. real quick. Not not him calling the plays, but just like calling right. something that includes a downfield read. Like there's yeah. been nothing there. If we get within the 30, like we might throw it in the end zone. I don't even care if he throws picks in the end zone. Like just start throwing it in the end zone. It's probably going to happen. Yeah. Cam threw picks in the end zone. You know, it, it is what it is. That's why I think, yeah, New Orleans again next week's big. I'm curious to see how they come out at home. Um because they also looked like shit again today. New Orleans, they lost to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. So I don't I genuinely don't know who's good in the NFL. 
you know? Yeah. Like and New after Orleans losing to the out, Dolphins, I was that's curious. That's what I mean. What yeah. do the Dolphins do today? I was hoping that they would put up a good fight. And did they end up getting skunked? Yeah, I think they got smoked by the Buffalo, right? Two ago, yeah. Two, I saw. I don't know if they scored. Uh, <laughs> well, that's fair because Tua did get hurt. I don't remember like what what quarter that was, but Jacoby Brissett had at least twenty attempts. So thirty-five yeah, zero is tough. Again, <laughs> that's Buffalo coming off a loss. So Green Bay also got smoked against the Saints, and I'd have no idea what that game means in hindsight. They got beat by the Saints bad. Saints got beat today by a bad team, and I'm pretty sure Packers are going to win by 40 tomorrow night against Detroit. So I generally don't know. Pittsburgh, I think Pittsburgh lost today to the Raiders. Um, Yeah, and the Raiders already talked about the Cardinals. Correct. Buccaneers scored 48 points. Chiefs Ravens tonight will 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 do a lot. That's a huge. Excuse me, that's a huge game. Baltimore starts 0-2. That's tough in a, in a pretty good division. Uh, I did see the Titans tied the game. Yep. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry has 49 fantasy points. I'm going to lose. <laughs> um, that's reassuring, though. That's like a typical Derrick Henry game. Have you seen – I'm sure you've seen it going around before, but have you seen like that graphic of Derrick Henry's high school stats? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> like ridiculous for a teenager. Upwards of like 10,000 rushing yards in the eight game schedule. I wish that football had the equivalent of uh, kind of like that Zion highlight where they had a mm. white kid come in and he was like, you know, slapping the floor on defense. Meanwhile, he's five yeah. foot 11 and 140 pounds. Nah, dude. If there was an equivalent of football where like you, you specifically call a, uh, a certain mm-hmm. player in and he yeah. just comes in like pumping his chest to go one on one with Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. Derrick Henry just runs through his chest yeah. into the end zone. Um, what were we talking about? So, yeah, so the tight ends, uh, just, just the offense in general. I do agree. I think James White is back. I think Damian Harris looked good. I think, I think, I think they've established that they have a good run game, but I also think you can use that to your advantage with Mac Jones. I don't think like they used play action today, but they were for like wide receiver screens and yeah. like weird checkdowns and stuff. Like it was just very weird. Like, Thinking back, remembering certain plays, like I'm surprised they scored two touchdowns. Like them, if it wasn't for all the picks that put them in a lot of good field position, I still think the offense is like super limited. But it's it it was last year, but it still feels different this year. Like yeah. last year, it was limited because, like, yes, I agree. Like the limit was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty visible. Um, now I don't know. I th- I think, and again, they do have a lot of new playmakers. I get that too. That's why I'm excited for next week against New Orleans. What, what do you think next week's going to look like? Hmm. Both one-on-one, and mm-hmm. it's in New England. And James stunk say, today, too. Yeah. Like, James looked more like James Winston. I'm going to guess that the Pats are favored. Uh, I'm going to say it's like four and a half, because I think... No spread yet. Sorry. I, I feel like other people are, are in the same boat. Like, the media is like, who the, the only known quantity and known entity is the Buccaneers. Unless I'm overlooking right. some uh, Chiefs. We'll see tonight. They'll fucking score Chiefs, like four Chiefs points against tonight. the Ravens or something. But That's true. Anytime we record before a game, who knows? I, I think Chiefs win tonight. Mm, not like comfortable in the sense where like, I don't think it'll go to overtime. Like until win by like seven or ten. Yeah. I just remembered the other... <laughs> 
the other gadget play that they had today mm-hmm. again it was and it was actually like i would call it a chunk play a chunk yardage play but it was yeah. still, still only about 20 yards it was um they handed the ball off to someone and then he pitched it back to to mac yeah oh yeah and then yeah it was like a 20 that's yeah, the play i was talking yards. no that's the play i was talking about it was on like second down they got 19 yards I think okay. it was back to Mac and then Mac to Johnny Smith. Well, they had two kind of like trick plays. The other one might not have been a throwing play then uh-huh. where it was like, a, I don't know, like a jet sweep or something like that. But mm. yeah, either way, <laughs> that is hilarious to see that at midfield and only get to like the 35 yard line. Yeah, I, I, that's what you got to do. I don't know. You've really got to you've got to go deep in your bag to get second and six down like those plays are only cool if you score touchdowns i think yeah like i don't know you can't get 19 yards without fucking having to reverse it to six people dude i think you know i think the funny yeah that's that's so sad like imagine watching that with other people either in your living room or in a bar or actually even being at the game and anytime that you see the the start to a trick play everyone starts to like slowly stand up Mm -hmm. And then yeah, uh, first and ten from the the opponent's 48. thirty-eight yard line. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of like John Smith and Hunter Henry. What did Hunter Henry? I I I only remember one catch from Henry, but I th- I'm, two for I forty-two. Okay, yeah, the one I remember, I guess, was like probably twenty yards. What John Smith have? Four yeah, for forty-eight. Oh, uh, four for twenty-eight. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'd be willing to bet. Hold on. I can determine this right now real quick. Four for 28. Yep. I see that. Yep. Four for 28 long of 19. It was definitely a 19 yard gain on that, that trick play. So, so out of like scripted regular plays, he had like a nine yards, three catches for nine yards. Like, they're just, they're not like, they don't have any like big open field. I don't know if it's play call or what, but I don't remember a lot of yards after catch through the first two weeks. Like yeah. the tight ends catch the ball, like at the ground and get tackled. Um, James White might've had some gains on like screen plays, but I'm curious to see what his average like depth of target was today. Not to get too into the analytics. Like, I just don't remember any play. I don't remember a lot of plays thrown past the line of scrimmage. Like, I swear, I remember, like, 10 to 15, like, screenplays today. And whatever. Like, you know, they scored two touchdowns, and they won comfortably. But uh, that's obviously not very sustainable. Because I do think the Jets stink. That was confirmed today. Speaking of, like, not throwing the ball to the line of scrimmage, aside Mm -hmm. from all the interceptions and just, like, normal incompletions, there were two or three plays by Zach Wilson where he would get flushed out of the pocket, Mm -hmm. make some decent movement to, like, buy himself some time, yeah, sure. But then he would throw it sidearm across the field and always would just like float it over his receiver. Yeah, that happened. Throw, <laughs> throw it like 15 yards <laughs> across the field and not down the field at all. So good football. I'm, st- I'm still really, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm really confused. He was the like consensus number two overall pick. Like that wasn't even a discussion. Like no, there weren't, people weren't talking about anyone else at number two, really. He's from B- BYU, right? Uh huh. Big party school. Yeah. Bring bring your own bring your own Mormonism. Yeah. BYOU. BYOU. 
<laughs> Bring your own urinal. Yeah. I at this point, I'd be willing to bet. I think he's going to end up being the worst out of these first round quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, what I haven't seen, and just what I saw on draft night, I think I would put him dead last. I yeah. think Trevor Lawrence will be better. I think Mac Jones. And again, I'm not saying Mac Jones like lit the world on fire today, but he didn't turn the ball. This probably an under, obvious statement, but I would take Mac Jones as today. As much as we've kind of been, it sounds like I'm shitting on Mac Jones, but he he you know he he ran the plays that were called. Yeah. He's not going to go to the line and audible out of it, you know, right. like Brady or Rogers or someone. And he did it fine. Um, did he have a turnover today? Did he have a pick? I know he, he didn't fumbled. have a pick. Someone I thought fumbled. he fumbled. Oh God. He recovered it, right? Yes. But remember on the first, first drive, uh, I think it was Jacoby Myers fumbled and somehow it wasn't ruled a fumble. I forget yeah. why it, that was, a, that was a fumble and turnover. Uh, th- thank God. Cause that would have, that could have gone sour. That could have gone like sideways very fast. If they oh, fumbled yeah. on their first possession on the road, holy shit, that could have been really bad. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'll take what Mac gave us today. I mean, he moved, he he managed the offense. Today was like a very game managed game, and I think it was more conservative than last week. But again, you could you could clearly get away with that today. Uh, he didn't turn the ball over four times. Yeah, two two of which were just terrible throws, terrible throws. Um. So yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty confident Zach Wilson will be the worst one. Justin Fields, I know will be better. Trevor Lawrence, I assume will. Trey Lance, I I don't know. I assume will. I don't know if he played it all today. I think Justin Fields played today, right? Andy Dalton got hurt. Yep. Did he do anything? Really he went 14 for 20, I think. I want to say that he threw a pick. Ooh. I got a trivia question for you. Um I don't know. Have you looked at what Zach Wilson's QBR or quarterback rating was today? I have not. Any guesses on the QBR? <laughs> Is it single digits? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, pizza score here, 7.2. Uh, 8.6. Oh, that's damn. Good, that's a good pizza. That's John's Bleaker Street. That's like Johnny Bleaker Street. <laughs> Zach Wilson today. <laughs> I mean, Mac at a 28. Again, I don't know what these numbers mean. Mac had a 28.1 QBR and an 89 quarterback rating. One of them goes to 100. Is it QBR that goes to 100? And then quarterback rating just goes to some random number? I could probably find out by looking at Kyler Murray's. Hold on. <laughs> One of Kyler Murray's is probably over 100. <sighs> yeah, I want to say pass. Her cousins, cousins had a higher one than Kyler Murray today. T- tell me this. Oh, picks. <laughs> Kyler Murray threw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. Um, Kirk Cousins threw for 244 and three touchdowns and had five points higher quarterback rating. Kyler Murray did have two picks, though. Oh, and he was sacked. And the sacks. Okay. He also rushed for a touchdown. There, there's there's no metric on earth that, that will tell me that Kirk Cousins played better than Kyler Murray today. 400 yards passing and three touchdowns. Jeez, good yeah, I can agree with that. Hopkins only had 54 of them. Rondell Moore had 144 receiving yards today. Might want to pick him up next week. AJ Green scored today. Yeah. On a back. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, Kirk Cousins is playing some of the best football of his life. 
I wouldn't change anything if I were him either. I think he's got to roll with it. Sorry. I thought about this too. What if you do get the vaccine at this point? Like if it happens to line up, like if you have, if you get on Saturday day after second shot is not fun. Oh no, you'd be in. What if they, what if you have to get, I don't know what the Minnesota rules of whatever, but if you have to get it on Saturday, which I assume could be a real rule, you might be out. That's like one of those like gambling, like, like insider notes. Like, Hey, Zach, uh, Zach Wilson. Uh, well, could be relevant for Zach Wilson too, but Kirk Cousins got his shot yesterday. You might want, that's like an uncut gems like yeah. scene. Yeah. That's a, uh, who was, who got, in, uh, was it Martha Stewart got in trouble for that insider got trading vaccine on Saturday? Oh, um, pro- probably insider vaccination. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the case. What did you go to jail for? Was it insider trading? I think so. Yeah. She's had a weird life. I know that she financially like kind of screwed over some people, but whatever. There's worse crimes in the world, I think. Hey, buddy, you find me someone at the top who hasn't done that, then I'll give you a million bucks. Yeah. (laughs) That's just kind of the game, unfortunately. Game life. Uh, Sorry, you had some other notes on what we got here. Patriots game. Zach Wilson blows. Um, We got here. I'm sorry. Hold on. Did you want to talk about Zach Wilson on draft day? <laughs> no, I just I just put yeah. that in there because it reminded me of the picture. And him him just time. wearing that uh that like karate kid belt around his head just made him look even dumber. If he played well, I think it would look cool. Yeah. But you it's a high risk when you when you wear something like that. Yeah, and if you know that you played like shit, then imme- like you I can take, take your helmet off, off in a manner that takes that off too, so people don't have to see that. Yeah, it's definitely not helping. I, I would I would consider taking it off. Did you like the the when the NBA had allowed those headbands? I thought they looked weird. One? They looked weird. I thought they were kind of cool. If you were good, again, you have to be good. To yeah. Like, I didn't I mean, like who was like the band, best though. player. Butler. Butler was a ninja yeah. headband guy. I think yep. Simmons wore one. Russ Russell Westbrook might have worn one. He may have. Donatello, I think, wore one. Again, I just don't think it's a weird on a basketball felt, court. Yeah. Yeah. Much better on basketball uh, in the NBA game. I, yeah, I didn't think it was the best thing for them to ban it. That felt a little, you know, but uh, a, little, a little Iverson dress code esque. Yeah. I have a, I have a early hot take that I forgot right. to put on here. Do you hear the story about um, Damian Harris carrying a ball around with him? Yeah, I did hear that. Okay. I think that's going to be the next uh, Antonio Gates used to play basketball thing. What do you mean? I think we're going to hear that story quite a bit, and I'm already sick of it because I remember hearing it oh, once yeah. last week. No, I, I think you hear that every time someone has a, a, a known fumble. That's that's a pretty common thing. That That's a very like high school, college thing. Like Damian Harris is not walking around. A grown man is not walking around with the football at all times. It's a great story. I, but I think because like the, the commentators rotate. So like next week, I don't know, it could be Ian Eagle instead of Kevin Harlan. And he's yeah. going to retell that same story. Then the next week so. they play the Bucks, and it's going to be Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yeah, yeah. And then they're going to retell that story. Ah, geez. I'm thinking about that. 
I, I don't, I think it was at its peak today because he's coming off the fumble. If they mention this in like week 10, no one's going to have any idea what you're talking. They're going to be like, oh, like, why would I give a shit about that? That's true. Because I don't think it's true. I, <laughs> maybe, but I just, I don't know. That's like I said, that's shit you do in like high school and like college. Wait, <laughs> kids would like carry the, the football to class? Some, sometimes, but that's like a, that's like a story you would say. Yeah. Like your high school coach can tell a high school player, Hey, you fumbled. I want you to carry this football around class. I don't think, I don't think, you know, whatever, what's his, the running backs coach is telling Damian Harris to carry a football around the facility. He might, I don't, he didn't fumble today. So whatever, <laughs> it's, whatever he's doing or not doing, it's working. It works for today. sure. For sure. Absolutely. Really great today. Um, but yeah, that was a funny story. I, I think it would too. be funny if, uh, Number one, if I did see someone carrying that to like biology, like 10th grade biology. But number two, this isn't a deflate gate joke. If someone carried a deflated football around, like a completely deflated football and just a flat piece of leather. Like, that's that'd arguably harder, harder to, to carry. I think it'd be harder to fumble. Really? I mean, you can get a grip on it. Yeah, but then it's so thin. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that part of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. We do have one more segment to transition to, but did you want to do your headlines before we do that? How many do you have? You usually write like 15. No, I didn't even number 10. 10? Yeah. For, all right. All right. For Mac. All right. Let's run. Try to keep it to like five minutes. We'll okay. run through them rapid fire. Okay. I can do that. You're still trying to get on the, the beat at Boston Herald. Yeah, or New York Daily News. Okay. All right. The first one, this is a tweet that you may have seen. Uh, this is more of a joke. Okay. <laughs> Don't answer it if you saw the tweet. Okay. How is, how is walking down the hallway to World Lit the same as being an NFL quarterback? I didn't see that. I don't know. Okay. You actively must avoid getting your balls tipped. <laughs> yeah. Good one. Did, in your high school, did people flick your ball balls a lot? No, really? My testicles? Yeah, like no. your friends being like like nut tapping. Oh, you? oh yeah, I guess. Okay, yeah, I, I guess. So relatable. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Zach Wilson, more like Zach Galifianakis, because it looked like he was nursing a hangover. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they drink though, do they? BYU people? No, I don't think so. My apologies. I didn't do enough research. Uh, Zach Wilson, more like Owen Wilson, because he looked more out of place than a wedding crasher. (laughs) Yep, that's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Mac Jones, Mm. (laughs) more like Tarmac Jones, (laughs) because he kept the Jets grounded on the runway. (laughs) Uh, Fine. I would have put it on like McCordy or like Tarmac high tower or something. Devin Tarmac Cordy. There was, did you, I saw one time, I think it was still like seven, three and it was time of possession, like 13 minutes to one, like between the Patriots and the jets. That's when I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, can we fucking score? Can we take advantage of having the ball 99% of the time? Yeah. And getting the ball like past midfield 50 yard line. Yeah. Like you get Jake Bailey punts and like interceptions at the 50. 
Yeah. And you score two rushing touchdowns. Like, come on. Yeah, it's a good thing we still have Nick Falk and not Kaskowski because we and Nick never Falk scored. had like eight field goals today. Yeah. Uh, Boo York state of mind. Jets fans let the rookie QB hear their dismay. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's had to have been used multiple times. No, probably. Uh, in Boo York. I, I know you're a big cop guy, so you're you're familiar with the NYPD, the New York Police Department. Yes. Okay. Uh, do the Jets play their games there? Because I've never seen so many bad picks in one place. Like a mugshot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be better as a headline because you could obviously spell it P-I-C-S. Yeah. But uh, over... <laughs> I, again, I don't know why we do this, but over the air. But yeah, good one. <laughs> 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 oh man hope dan shaughnessy is not listening he must be <laughs> trembling in his britches uh, fucking Clutching bob ryan pearls. over here yeah soapy ryan soapy mcmullen all right green day mm. <laughs> actually you you like green day don't you i do yeah yeah green day <laughs> New York has lost 11 straight in the opening month of the season. So they're saying, wake me up when September ends. <laughs> That's pretty good. Wake me up when September ends is a good headline. Mm-hmm. And then if you have the graphic on it, they showed that graphic today. They didn't want to like one in 12 in the last like five years in September. Jesus. Real quick. Football is such a nasty sport because what oh, other yeah. sport can a team be that terrible and still 60,000 people show up to the stands every weekend? Like without without fail. <clears throat> um, sorry, say that again. You got distracted by something I was more interested in. <laughs> it's just crazy that in football, more so than any other sport, your team could absolutely suck and clearly be out of it by the first month, and fifty to sixty thousand people still show up in the stands. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, yeah, it's true. Like I don't remember. I'm curious, like what, like the lowest attendance, like stadium is probably like the Bengals or like something yeah. like Brown. I mean, Panthers Browns sell maybe. out every week. Panthers, yeah. maybe like, I think cause it's once a week, it's still football. You know, mm-hmm. we still watch, like I watched a fucking midseason giants, uh, Washington game the other night, but yeah, that's interesting. It's definitely not like, like midseason baseball, like with crappy teams. Yeah. Like, like when I remember like Oakland would literally just be a sea of like green seats, mm-hmm. <laughs> like empty seats, dude. Or like even Tampa when they would when catch they fire in like July, August, September. Yeah. No one there. Miguel Tejada hitting home runs in an empty stadium. Like crazy. <laughs> Jason Giambi doing a curtain call and nobody. Just doing a curtain call to his family in the suite. Oh boy! Yeah. yeah, that was tough. Eric Chavez catches like a, a foul <laughs> pop out and then throws the ball into the empty stands for the third. Yeah, out. yeah, it's like that 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 like classic play when like Jeter dove into the crowd and like came out of the crowd with a baseball. Chavez oh yeah, just jumps into an empty row of seats. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, 
Those were those were some dark days. Dude, more people in your fucking dugout than there are in the bleachers. For sure, dude. Like, I don't know why the Oakland A's always stand out to me, but that's the one. And that's that was such a dog dump of a stadium. It was oh one God. of those half football field, half baseball stadiums. It was one of those stadiums where like I think most nights a third of the seats were just tarped over. Like mm-hmm. that was just not great. And they were pretty good. Yeah. I think the funniest part was that the the section that when they zoomed out was the mm-hmm. very top that was always tarped off. So that mm-hmm. looked absurd. And then yeah. just how big that stadium was with um, just an ungodly amount of foul territory. Oh, so much foul territory. <laughs> a lot of, lot of foul, foul play in that stadium. Yeah. Tuesday night, you could go to Mariners at A's for six bucks. <laughs> Why I would have expected. Why wouldn't four? you do that? Like I spent $6, like if $6 came out of my bank account, not not to flex, but if six dollars came out of my bank account right now, I probably wouldn't notice. I might as well just buy the ticket. And if I feel like going, I'll go. If yeah. I live like by the stadium. If I'm gonna watch it on TV, I I might as well just buy a ticket and go watch him play in real life. Yeah, you might as well buy a ticket on sick. the off chance. Like, who knows? You might win a I don't know, fucking free airfare between now and the game. Yeah. For sure. Uh yeah, good point. Even living here in Maine, I might just buy that ticket. You never know. You never know. Go ahead. Uh, that's all, folks. <laughs> Patriots star kicker boots his 33rd straight field goal. So congrats to him. Photoshop Nick Folk's head on Porky Pig's body. <laughs> Put that in the, in the paper. Oh, man. Uh, do you know what the JC and JC stack and JC Jackson stands for? Mm. You don't? I don't know. I'm sure whatever you're about to say isn't what it really stands for. But go ahead. Uh, juvenile crimes. <clears throat> Since he robbed Zach Wilson twice today. Nice. Uh, and last one. Mm. My favorite one. Breaking Bad tackles. The return of White. <laughs> James White. Pretty good. Yeah. And there you have it been a while since we've done one of those too long some might say it's almost like uh like when they asked brady like what's your favorite super bowl like the next one yeah. like what's your favorite soapy headline the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no that's good stuff if you just put those you just put those together today i did yep yeah hey so you you haven't listened to um uh drake yet very minimally okay like meaning what like two songs which ones the first two you like them i did yeah poppy song <laughs> and uh champagne poetry yeah i I think champagne poetry is really good yeah really nice great beats kick off an album for sure great production i don't know if we talked about this but did you see last week um the detroit lions like official twitter account had that that tweet of jared goff and he said poppy's home at the game you see that that was weird for pro sports teams twitter accounts are so good so strange you can like really make or break um i don't know like social media interaction yeah i think some weird tweets it must be fun to work for the shitty teams because then you can just kind of you can definitely get away more and make jokes oh absolutely because they're like well we stink on the field let's try to build up our social media presence with like a funny fun on the internet brand 
remember uh remember the the raiders tweet last year oh during God. some of the James <laughs> during the uh i sure do uh george floyd stuff they got killed for that and i'm pretty sure either they never deleted it or like it was up for quite some time they had Just a chance absolutely hammered yeah some yeah, would say I, rightfully so i believe yeah. that they had a chance to delete it or they were asked about it and mark davis was basically like i don't see what's the issue yeah, no, I feel very strongly about this. I think it's a great tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see how many likes it got? Uh... Yeah, this is like 12 likes. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was like that was like a textbook ratio. That was weird, too. That was the day of like the verdict. I'm pretty I... sure. It that may would, have been, that's I'm not the sure. event that would make sense. It said like I like I can finally breathe or something like that. Oh, right. So that would probably make sense. It was the day of the verdict. But yep. why would the Las Vegas Raiders of all people like come out and want to be on the front, be on the forefront of that? That I mean, aggressively like that, you know, they knew that was going to do some numbers. Again, you're a shitty team. So you might as well try That's to true. like, That's true. Slow day at practice. Oh God. That should be addressed soon too. Maybe not tonight, but like, that one I sent in the group chat the other day, but like that ESPN hypothetical, it was like, would you rather have like Steph Curry if he just didn't play in the fourth quarter or what? Like Shaq, if he only had one arm in the fourth quarter or something like that. Oh, I thought you were talking about the, uh, the two teams of like superstar players in their primes. <laughs> that was a good one too. <laughs> but oh my God, it's like, it's not even the off season. Like, there's plenty to talk about right now. You talk about football. If you're that desperate for a basketball story, I still think there's plenty, plenty to talk about in basketball. I do want to find that ESPN one real quick. Yeah. Uh, it should be right here. Let me get through all these weird things Leahy sends us. Here it is. Would you rather? Classic game. We've played it on the show more than once. <laughs> Would you rather get Steph's shooting, but you lose it after the first quarter? Get Prime Shaq's build, <laughs> but you shrink two feet at halftime. That's even worse than I thought. So I guess, I don't know, like I get Steph Curry for a quarter. Yeah. But if it's actually, if I still have to play Steph the whole game, of course I wouldn't want that because all he can do is shoot good. So that sounds terrible. Wait, explain your reasoning again. Because so this gets, is asking what you would rather be, right? Or what you says, would rather play against. I so I don't know. It says, would you rather? Okay. Would you rather get Steph's shooting, but you lose it after the first quarter? So I picture I'm playing Steph normal minutes, but mm. after the first quarter, he doesn't shoot like Steph. He okay. Just, I don't know. I guess misses. Or I get prime Shaq's build. But you, sh oh, maybe it's like, yeah, if it's asking me, like myself, I don't know. But basically, I see it as I get prime shack, but I shrink two feet at halftime. So I get prime shack for a half. It's basically a half versus a quarter. Yeah. I get prime shack for a half and prime step for a quarter. But which one do you think is a bigger disadvantage? I think it's a bigger disadvantage to be five foot one shack than it is to be Steph without like, you know, supernatural yeah, shooting. True. Good point. Good point. Because Shaq really isn't much else besides his build. Right. 
which is very good um, <laughs> when he's 7'1". His height is a big part of his build. I'd yeah. say that. Steph, yeah, Steph can still dribble around and do pesky little things. Uh, I don't know. I assume this must be a teaser for, I guess, Lakers and Warriors are playing this year, and it must be a teaser for that game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just so much weird shit, like, they just curate to talk about. Like, I, again, it's it, it all kind of goes back to um, <laughs> that, like, hypothetical we talked about with Leahy, where it's like, would you rather have, uh, I don't know, like, Jamal Crawford's crossovers with fucking Dirk Nowitzki's accent or like some like crazy Eddie like Davis's eyebrows. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't care. I would just take each player as they are. I don't, I don't need this weird cross pollen and pollinization. I don't need it. Oh, uh, actually real quick. Would you rather have Anthony Davis's eyebrows for one quarter mm-hmm. or Grant Williams is ass for one half. So his whole ass for one half. Yep. Or half of his ass for the whole game. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's still the fraction still equal. Ah, Anthony Davis's eyebrows. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Do you think the Celtics are going to do another move this year? Like all year, uh, even including like deadline? Deadline, yes. Of, of, of significance. I don't consider last year's significance. Right. Uh, so something more than Evan Fournier equivalent? No, probably not that much. I don't either. Like, I, I think I was listening to – you listened to the, the Tyler's latest episode with Coley. Yeah. They are kind of talking about NBA stuff. I, I, I do think, like, it's – I think they know that Brad Beal's gettable in free agency. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's the plan. Yeah. Which I'm fine with, honestly. I'm, I'm okay with that because I don't expect them to win this year. Cole, he did kind of talk me into the, thinking the Celtics could could be a top four team this year. Yeah, I, I think when you really, if they're healthy, and the way they, the potential they have to play defense, I do think they could be a top four team. Yeah, I just don't know who's coming out. Maybe Philly. It would have to be Philly, I guess, because it's not Brooklyn or um, uh, Milwaukee. Who is the other one? Atlanta or New York? One of those teams will def- could fall out. Yeah. So it's Philly and Atlanta. Philly, Atlanta, New York. Ah, Miami's oh, gonna be Miami. better too, though. Miami's gonna be better though. So they both good. It could be. It, I think best case scenario for them to be in a top four, it would have to be Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Miami, and Boston. Best case scenario. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I think, I think changing out Brad Stevens for the new coach is going to make a pretty big difference because clearly there was like shit going on behind the scenes where like the Jays were fine with Brad Stevens, but weren't his biggest advocate. Mm -hmm. That won't get you far in this world. Not to be a devil's advocate. If it's not the first time you've pulled a stunt like that. Are you, you a fan of devil's advocacy? I think it makes for good conversation. Someone comes in with devil's advocate. That was, a good, that was a big office one, a little office banter. And then someone peeks their head up. Hey, not to be devil's advocate, but yeah. And then sprinkle something in. Satan's representation. You ever heard of the new, you know the story about the New Jersey devil? No. What about him? Uh, the real know. guy? No, it's just like an old, old wives tale. One of those like supernatural things. I heard, I've, I don't know what the fuck I was listening to, like some podcast or something. They were talking about it. 
And I've been meaning to to look it up. Maybe we'll do that next time. Maybe we can get him on the show. Was know. that right after, before or after the host uh, talked about taking horse dewormer for his <laughs> no, diff- uh, different show? <laughs> his coronavirus. Yeah, different show. <laughs> Dude, no, it's ah, never mind. Yeah, we're nah, different, there. different, different show. <laughs> um, oh, oh, did you want to talk about that logo stuff real quick? Uh, I had a couple in mind. Yeah, I think it's interesting. So I saw a tweet this weekend. Let me see, I can pull it. I guess it really doesn't matter. You can just take my word for it. Now I'll find it. It's right here. Just hold the hell on. Five minutes here. Someone on Twitter went a little viral. Uh, Twitter user by the name of Yanni at clapped underscore Dre said biggest logo downgrade of all time. If you can see this, it's the old Pistons logo downgraded to the current Pistons logo, which I actually think is a valid one. It was like the old Pistons logo with like the horse, like the Grant Hill era Pistons. Yes, the teal. the teal horse. That was a sick logo, sick uniforms, cool court. I'm a big yep. fan. The current one, which is, it does stink. It's just like the red circle with Detroit Pistons. And even like the mid 2000s, like Chauncey Billups Pistons, it was, it was still, it was it more wasn't similar. much different than that. <laughs> right. It was, it's definitely more similar to the one on the right. Mm-hmm. I think they had like bubble letters and like, just like times new Roman letters. Um, and I know we've kind of talked about this before, like logo downgrades. There aren't many that are better. Like the one now is better than it was in like the nineties or early two thousands. Um, you, you had some that come to come to your mind. Yeah. Um, so I had a couple NBA and a couple NFL. Yeah, go real ahead. quick. I'll do. Let's see. Uh, yeah, we'll do the NBA first. Um, right. That's fine. Let me just pull up the picture. The, so the Nuggets one, I think, currently stinks. Mm. It's that weird, you oh, know, like the pickaxe picks or whatever. Yeah, yeah crossing each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas the old one, the old one that I'm thinking of is the Denver skyline with like the rainbow sure. color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Dikembe Mutombo. Or yep. even before that, like, uh, what's his face? Alex English. Yeah. The blue one. Yeah, that's dope. I actually did like, I liked most of the Nuggets logos until the current one. Even like the dark, like navy and brown. You know what I mean? Oh, that's like, like also Dikembe Mutombo. No, 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 no. Before that. Oh. Um, like when yeah, they won yeah. the playoff series, like as yep. the ace seed. And then the mellow one was sick. Yeah. <laughs> the mellow one, like the powder blue, yellow. That yep. Yellow powder blue is just a timeless jersey combo. Like yep. that's always going to be fire. Yeah, um, for sure. New one stinks. They're too simplistic nowadays. Yeah. Too minimalist. The, uh, the Hornets. The Hornets. I think I no know brainer. that they're trying to go back to. Still blows. Uh, Still different. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's it's, it's uh, too. It's too. Not to cut you off, but it's like they're trying to get too realistic with the insect. The cartoony part of it in the 90s was what made it was awesome. Yeah. That was a ridiculous logo, but it was sick. Yeah, I think they're trying to be like politically correct and make me think this is a gender fluid hornet. For sure. But I know the hornet that I grew up on was definitely a male. Uh, Yeah, his stinger was shown. Big stinger. (laughs) Big time. No no confusion on the pronouns on that guy in the early 90s. Mm-mm. That was a dude, and he had his stinger flexing. <laughs> Underrated one, the Mavericks one. I think I'm sure you'll agree with that one. Big, like the the M with the cowboy hat. Yeah, 
that one's fire. Big fan. And they kind of brought that back a little bit this year and last year. But yeah. The mm-hmm. fact that um it's really I feel like it's that. hard to pull off a, a good logo when you don't have an animal. I feel like that's sure. one of the few good point. Because like now mm-hmm. they do use the animal, but it's it's like, it's like yeah, it almost looks like the old Pistons logo, actually. Pretty sure it's the same horse. <laughs> I think it's the same guy. Or or girl. Or girl. Oh boy. Yeah. Nice yeah. save. Not a, not a fan. And of I don't I don't mind that. Like when they, I'm trying to think. Did they go? There must have been something in between, or no? It went from that green one to like the Dirk Nowitzki like blue and black Mavericks logo. I feel like yeah. I mean, I thought there was something in between. Maybe not. Yeah, you're right. Because the basically so first their current came out, color I thought scheme it, has been the current color scheme has been those colors for like. 20 years and they've just right. made like slight alterations to the yeah, tech, I think there's more unquote, stars logo. now or maybe it used to be remember like the um maybe it still is but when they first like the 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 mavericks heat finals i remember those uniforms those didn't have like the stars on the sides right that was it like the josh right, richardson yeah. like mavericks or like the i don't know who like the guy from those teams would be terry um Jason Terry, I got something in my head. I can't think of his name. Karan Butler, like the Karan Butler era Mavericks with like yeah. stars on the sides, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. But yeah, they've just... But again, I don't mind the current one, but those, yeah, those green jerseys were dope. Those were fire. Mm-hmm. Very sick logo. Um, The last two that I had for the NBA were the Raptors. I think that current Obvious. one was terrible. Yeah. And then I don't really like the... Uh, the, uh, I'll say the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Bucks have had some great ones. Currently, yeah, not great. Nineties ones were good. Um, like the Ray Allen, like era Bucks were good. I kind of like the old, old, like the ones with like the very cartoonish, like the Buck and like the sweater. Um, yeah, like with Milwaukee Bucks, those those were cool. But I don't think they really mirrored the jerseys. I think the jerseys were, you know, what I mean, the jerseys weren't like that, obviously. But oh, that logo yeah, was right. pretty. Um, yeah. So it's honestly like it, you could probably go through every NBA team. Very few NBA teams have upgraded their logo in the last like 30 years. I'm serious. Right. Like, I really don't know. We've talked about the Spurs before Spurs was a big downgrade, you know, especially going from that color scheme to just like, when I think the current Spurs logo, I think just like that single, like spur like that. You, yeah, that's terrible. Um, T wolves might be up there. Because now I think there's the wolf. Aren't they technically just the wolves now? Like the cat, maybe not, but like their jerseys, like the Kevin Love era, like wolves, those stunk. Yeah. I don't really like the new ones, especially like the lime green ones. Um, But like the KG, both KGs were good. Like young KG, like the green, like thin lettering was sick. And then even like the MVP or KG with the, like the trees, like on the trim. Yep. The Timberwolves, those are pretty dope. Rockets, big downgrade. Oh my god, that one is so dumb. Just the letter R surrounded by like a, uh, yeah, I don't know what god that's called. What. Um, what else? Magic. Yeah, Magic isn't much different now, but it's definitely worse. Yep. That's thing. Like the ninety, like they're very like car- they were kind of like cartoony in the nineties, which is fine. I guess I get maybe why they're trying to change, but it doesn't make it better. I feel like there's a lot of sharp like flat lines in the current. The current crop of uh, logos, 
like yeah they don't make them bubbly or cartoonish it's just like a bunch of 90 degree angles <laughs> and like yeah plain ass text the wizard's current one is terrible i think their colors are oh that look really awful stinks. yeah that one stinks yeah I, honestly like basically every every basketball one and yeah. then um real quick for some football ones i thought it like patriots like i like the old like pat patriot better for sure red or drew bledsoe blue not even not even the uniforms just like the logo oh yeah like yeah. the guy yeah. snapping the ball i think is better than like the single head you know like profile like patriot picture and that's not like a terrible logo but i just think the old one was better the other one i did i do like the old broncos ones that's like the one the i had crush did you yeah like the orange crushed broncos like with the blue d and like the horse yep through it those were good we already talked about the chargers football do you have any other football i'm trying to think what like at, not like uniforms like the like the logo that's so true. i think the bucks are an easy one the creamsicle uh pirate guy with like the sword know. through his mouth yeah i kind of like the newer the new gen ones kind of what they're doing now but also like the like super bowl year ones um yeah they're both fine but i don't think that was a huge down i think they're both pretty pretty equal i have one i have the picture Maybe you know what this is. I had no idea what the fuck this was. And then when I saw uh-huh. it, I was like, damn, this is sick. Uh, yeah. While I pull it up, the only other one I had besides this one I'm about to show you is the Oilers, Titans, whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. I'm a big fan of the old Oilers. Mm-hmm. Whole whole get together. Way better than the Texans. Yeah. And even the, the Titans. Not the, I, I don't know why I said the Texans. Oh, I don't know that one. I meant like the like building, like the Warren Moon, like Oilers jerseys. Oh, no. Yeah, that that's that one. Do you have any idea what team this used to use this for a logo? Probably not the Cowboys. Nope. Right. Is it the Colts? No. The, the color Eagles? is a hint. I don't know. Oh, um, Buccaneers. Nope. I, I have no idea. <laughs> 49ers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess this oh, is in like the that's 60s. another one. That's a fire. Yeah, that's sick. You definitely can't do that today. No. But yeah, that's sick. Uh, this is not more logo, but uniform. Um, hold on, I just got to fire this off real quick. Uh, hold on, just trying to wrap up an advertising deal here. While you're doing that, 50 seconds have gone by in the game. Steve.jobs at apple.com. Okay. Um, but 49ers old uniforms, and they wear them sometimes on Color Rush, were so good. Like the, the like Steve Young kind of, like Garrison Hurst era, where they had like kind of like the bl- like bubble, like block letter, yep. like numbers and sleeves. Holy shit, those are good. Falcons is way, way downgrade. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the most obvious one, Dolphins, definitely. Like the Dan yeah. Marino era Dolphins. It's not even close. When they wear those, you know, they wore them a few times last year. Those are so fire. Yep. New one is such 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 garbage. Uh, I think that's probably it. The Rams got it close two years ago, and then they decided to fuck it up. Absolutely just burn the house down with the current <laughs> ones. Absolutely. Yeah, those are terrible. What about Seahawks? Do you like current, like you know, the old, the new ones or the old ones? The new ones. You like the old ones better? Like the, I like like the Sean Alexander. Brighter blue. 
Yeah. No, I'm talking before that. Like, um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Almost like Hartford Whalers colors. Yes, exactly. Yep. I think those are slightly better. Okay. Uh, I did. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know as much about hockey besides the Kraken, which is fire logo. Um, The most obvious one, maybe in all of sports, is the Anaheim Ducks. Like when they used to be the legit mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah. With like the duck goalie helmet and the sticks. Yep. That might have been the best logo in all of sports. Yeah. Like that's a very slept on sports logo. Hold on. Hold the hell on. I, oh, dude, this is so sick. Like this. Um, let me buy this. It's only $249. Like this logo. Like that Mighty Ducks logo. Is so oh, sick. that's sick. Yeah. Like that's top 10 all time. Now I don't know. I think it's just like a D. Oh, I was picturing the actual. Or am I imagining something that doesn't exist? I thought that there was one where it was a full-sized duck with the sticks. Oh, there's that too. Yep, okay. there's that too. Very very cartoonish, but very cool. Um, and then baseball. Baseball, there's been some. The one that stands out to me that I know we recently talked about was the Angels. I do like the old Angels. And the new one's fine, the red ones. But those old like teal Angels with the A, like the Jim Edmonds, oh. uh, Tennis <laughs> Salmon era Angels. Yeah, when it used to be the A with the wings coming out of it. Yeah, those were sick. That yeah, that was that was a lot better. I know, really I'm looking it up now, fair. and like baseball really hasn't much changed. I don't think Astros have kind of gone yeah. back and forth. I think they've kind of picked up on their old ones. Um, I can't think of another. Oh, Blue Jays have kind of gone back to their old logo, which is way better than some of the middle ones. Yeah. Oh, what about Orioles? They've had a few. So they basically have like the O, the cursive O. I think now more than ever or last recently, they've worn like the old, like cartoony looking like Baltimore Oriole face. Yeah. I kind of like the old, like the one that actually looks like a bird, like sitting on a bat, I think. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of a player to name that era after, but I really can't. Yeah. This is the, when I type in Orioles, this is the one that comes up. That's like the old like cartoony one. There was another one. I'll do like Orioles logo 2000s. I think this is the one I like. Yeah, this one's, this is the one. This is the mama. Like this one. Like that's a pretty cool Orioles logo. Yep. Uh, Like that's really it. Like no other, like obviously the Yankees, the Red Sox haven't changed anything outside of the Red Sox doing like those hats with like the, the pair of socks. Well, and the Indians, they've changed a lot. I'm trying to think of who's done the most drastic where they like straight up change up their colors. Uh, Tampa kind of has the race. They used to have like that, the actual stingray, which are pretty sick. The Wade Boggs are a sting devil race. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Fred McGriff season. Yeah, for sure. Giants. No, Giants have been pretty consistent. Dodgers, obviously. Rockies, not really. Oh, oh, Diamondbacks, big time, yeah. big time downgrade. Like those World Series Diamondbacks uniforms were awesome. Yep, like the Kurt Schilling, Tony Womack, Luis Gonzalez era Diamondbacks. I thought of two. The Brewers have changed at some point drastically. Oh, yeah. yeah, and the Mariners a long time ago changed to their current ones, but like the. Ken Griffey, like really, really young. Yeah, Ken like Griffey the pitchfork. Yeah. Like M. Oh, I that like was a much I better like, logo. 
Oh no, I like the one after that. You don't like like the S with like the star in the middle? You like the pitchfork better? Yeah. Okay. That's a terrible take, but okay. And then what was the other one said? Oh, the Brewers. Oh yeah. The Brewers almost like the glove. Yep. That like made an M is obviously better than just an M with like a, a wheat fucking like a wheat strand like underneath it. Yeah. Oh, the twins. Twins? No. The twins have two logos. They have the M and then the TC logo. The TC logo is obviously better. Yeah, so the twins have this one, like the TC hats. Yep, Tom Karen. And then they have the one, which is the, uh, yes, correct. Minnesota Tom Karens. <laughs> I wonder if he's taken a beating with all this Karen talk over the last couple of years. And then they, <laughs> then they have these ones, which is the M, which is actually all right, because it's like the Kirby Puckett era twins or like the Little Big League era twins. Yeah, have you seen that movie, bad. Little Big League? Okay. Oh, and the Marlins. That's the other one. They did a complete revamp. Oh, five yeah. Five years ago or whatever. Yeah, they just added orange out of nowhere. That's probably the most drastic. That was a complete overhaul. Yep. From the floor. Well, they did change cities, I guess. Well, they they went from a state to a city. That can't be good. At that new stadium that no one goes to. <laughs> Yeah, I, I take back what I said about the A's. The Marlins was definitely the cliche, like, em- just literally empty arena, which is fair. Like, if you live in Miami and the Marlins stink, you're, I don't know why you would go to a, a Tuesday night, you know, Brewers at Marlins game. Dude, remember the dimensions of that field? Go. Center yeah, field was weird. like 440. Yeah. I mean, that's why they stunk. Like, no one can fucking score runs there. Uh, and then anytime someone hit a home run, it would just go into a sea of orange bleachers. Unoccupied. Off 12 chairs. It yep. probably find its way back into the, into the field. Did you, last, last note, then we'll, we'll sign off here. I heard this the other day. Maybe it was Tyler's show, so maybe you might know what I'm talking about. Maybe it was. They were talking about Shohei Otani. Someone was. Did you know, I, I meant to Google, I probably YouTube it right now. Apparently there's this, Shohei Otani, when he was playing in Japan, hit a home run that went through the roof. Yeah, I've seen that. You've seen it? I haven't seen it. Light work. That seems, that seems crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. That's it wild. Is crazy. Hitting a it baseball through a stadium, through a dome. Yeah. Some people are saying it's still in the air right now. It hasn't landed yet. I've heard someone say he's a good baseball player. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. He's trending in that direction. I saw something the other day. It was a Twitter thing. It was like Shohei Otani named one of the hundred most influential people of 2020 or 2021. And I was like, no shit. Like a hundred is a lot of people. Yeah. And he's quite on, he's potentially like saving baseball and bringing over a whole new, like, you know, like era of like Asian fans. Yeah. I was like, yes, a hundred. Yes, I think he'd be in my top one hundred <laughs> over like the, over a very short span of a year doing something that hasn't been done since Babe Ruth. Like, yeah, he cracks the top one hundred. I think he was top number one hundred. Yeah, no chance. Yeah, no, top no. ninety nine. That's Fighters. a hot take. But a hundred for sure. 
I'll let he, you he's Mr. Mr. 100. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure is what they call him, which could very well be how many home runs he gets this year. Um, did you, did I, not to talk about, but maybe for a future episode, did you see that Rolling Stone top 500 songs of all time list that came out? I haven't. I, I was kind of th- thumbing takes. through it. There's one that stands out to me and I'll get your initial gut reaction. So every song ever in the history of life, right? Mm-hmm. They break it down to top 500. This one seemed high to me. Number eight. So eight, as in there's seven, there's only seven songs better than this one of all time. Number eight was Work It by Missy Elliott. <laughs> I mean, maybe they did song. It was, I'm sure it was a very popular song. Maybe they're just basing it off the fact that if you, you flip it in reverse, it's, it counts for two. Fuck, Whatever that line is, because I don't remember that line. No, that's, I mean, that's not it, but I understand what you're saying. That seems high. Yeah, I think not... the top five, like, I think, like, Smells Like Teen Spirit was up there. Probably some, like, Beatles song was up there. Uh, I think Aretha Franklin Respect was number one, or it was up there. Really? I, I don't often, I don't often put Missy Elliott in those same breaths. No, I don't consider that song, like, influential. It was, a clo- it was a good song. Was, I don't know. It was a hit. I don't particularly care for it, but it was a hit song. Yeah, and I feel like if... Like top if 500. You, I'll give it top 500. If they wanted to go based off of like, all right, this was just a banger that everyone loved. Even yeah, then. Yeah, top 500. Yeah, top 500, sure. Comfortably in the 450s. I bet there's a good amount of our friends who don't particularly care for that Missy Elliott song. Nah, not really. Anyway, all right, we do get going here. So um that's that good pats win might have a a friend a friend come on with us later this week and uh we'll go from there but i gotta get going so anything else from you real quick before we sign off no good over here perfect uh we'll see you guys next time peace peace